0: We are remembered most, not by great deeds or marvelous works, but by that which we teach our children. Would that we could teach only our hopes, dreams, and exuberance, but despite our best effort, our faults and mistakes are also passed down. Sometimes it is our greed that prevents a toy from being shared, our pride that sees another insulted, our stubbornness that cannot handle failure. So then, in some part, it is our responsibility when conflict arises. Our lessons that are put on trial And if things get dire enough, our problem's now to solve. Welcome everybody to Felt Stories. I'm the host this time. It's me, Nick. Hi.
1: Hi. Hi, Hi,
0: I'm the host. And with me, as always, are Kat. Hi, hi. Kirsten. Hello. And Kathleen. Hello. I almost got that in alphabetical order. Almost.
2: Just
1: about. That's okay.
0: <laughs> That's okay. So I am running Velt Stories this week, as I just said. Doing a fun little bit here. We'll see if anybody can cordon as to what I'm trying to do here with that intro. But uh, we have a new crew with us. So new crew,
2: introduce yourselves. Hi. I am playing Hazel Fea. She is a Tidal Navigator. She's originally from the Alter Islands. She is... Kind of scrawny, kind of short, like just a wiry, mischievous sort of build with kind of a medium skin tone and many freckles. And Hazel is bad at the following things. Sitting still. Getting bored. Lying. The things she is good at. Making stuff happen. (laughs) Hazel's key is energy, restlessness, resourcefulness, openness, and courage. That's Hazel. Hazel.
0: That is a very excitable key you've got there. And moving on then, Kathleen, who are you running this time?
1: I am playing Lane Gaius, boom, who was an Enduring Crusader, as they would put it. They didn't have such a good time, soldier and have moved south to retire to a more quiet life where they can still help people. Lane is tall, tall. A little bit taciturn, has a little bit of a mischievous streak, and their build is wiry. They have a few prominent tattoos, and their entire body is clean-shaven. Head, eyebrows, arms, legs, whatever. Their key is memory, loyalty, mirth, and sorrow. Ooh, those are fancy ones.
0: And at the end of our list here then, now in actually alphabetical order, Kirsten, who are you running?
3: Hey, uh so I'm going to be playing Rick Carter. Um he's the classic absent-minded professor, super interested in research, not as adept in field research as you may have seen in the other story we did. He is an older fellow and he may or may not have got into some secret hijinks back in his day, like uh, stealthing around and stuff. He is constantly reminded that he's not as young as he once was, but doesn't seem to bother him because he likes to pass on his knowledge to the youngins. His key is research, secrets, socialization, teaching, and support. Mm,
0: maybe some of those are a little flavorful today. In that case, then, I guess we've got our crew. So a couple of things, then. This is going to be set in and around Stageport. But what I want from the crew is the three of you know each other. And I want to know, how do you know each other? And why are you currently working together this time?
2: I think Hazel has an older sister who was one of Rick's many apprentices. Hazel is not capable of sitting still long enough to study herself. But Rick's a friend of her sister's, I think. How does that strike you, Kirsten?
3: Yeah, that seems very, like, Rick. Maybe he had Hazel for a little while as a student, um, but then she kind of went on to do other things, um, and her sister stayed. <laughs> Bye. <Boing. laughs> All right.
0: And then, uh, Kathleen, what's Lane doing? Why are they with these two goobers?
1: Lane has kind of been adopted a bit by Hazel. <laughs> Sometimes you have the one, like, very extroverted friend and the less extroverted friend who you're pretty sure the extroverted friend, like, wants to teach to, like, get outside sometimes. I think that there might be a little bit of that going on. And if Lane has run across the professor, it was probably professionally. Lane is a smith and works mostly with wrought iron, so maybe... (laughs) Ended up repairing something or that kind of thing. (laughs)
3: Love that. (laughs) That's awesome. That's a nice touch. Rick always needs repairs.
1: (laughs) All right. I really like the crew here then.
0: So we're gonna say this is through Rick, because Rick works at the at the very least at some point. Maybe he's not there all the time, but the university, obviously he's professor of something.
3: Yeah, something. But no one really sees him in his office (laughs) ever. No one really knows.
0: He's there enough to basically hear from the anthropology department that there was a call put out for some extra help that the Albatross Legion was looking for. And Rick happens to know one of the other faculty there, a gal by the name of Christina Fass, who is an anthropologist. She has very specifically been studying ruins on the Velt. And one of her previous projects has run into some very serious trouble. And so she needs some help with this trouble. And she managed to contact the Albatross Legion and either through pleading or favors, basically get them to take this on. Uh, They sent somebody out to the location that she had mentioned and were pinged back that extra help was needed. And so therefore, Christina came to Rick and has enlisted his help. So, Christina would like to meet with everybody, and where would everybody like to meet with her?
3: Bar! 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 Sure. (laughs) That sounds
1: like a plan. Do we have to? Come on, come on. (sighs) Okay, give me... I gotta...
2: Wait, listen. If I've told you once, I've told you a billion times. I don't have to do anything. I do whatever I want. Come on. So... Let's say then that uh,
0: everybody meets Christina at, oh, what's a good name for a bar? We'll say um, the Jolly Barnacle, a dockside bar that Hazel is very fond of. They have quite good seafood chowder, and they've got a pretty good selection of classic ales, maybe a mead or something good, something that Christina likes. There's one of her favorite drinks is there. Nice. Essentially, Christina has... Agreed to go drinking with everybody as long as you're willing to listen to her story.
3: Rick is always yeah. willing. He loves collecting stories, and uh, she promised him one earlier for his book. He's got to collect.
0: So, the Jolly Barnacle is a cozy little place. Not very big, kind of worn stained wood. Not super busy, which I'm sure Lane appreciates. Mm-hmm. And when you get there, Christina is waiting. She has a collection of books and papers, and she looks to be frantically combing through things. And, uh, sees Rick when you come in and waves everybody on over.
2: Hi, hi. Oh,
3: hi, Christine. Uh, it it is Christine, right? Yeah, Yeah, it is. Um, so what did you need to talk about? Oh, and you still owe me that story from a book.
0: Ah, Rick, nice, nice. So good to see you. And Rick's friends, Rick's friends one and two... And she kind of gives you a, a curt little, I guess, head nod to the both of you.
1: Um, I, I'm pretty sure that it's Hazel who's Rick's friend's one. <laughs> Probably. Well, not to leave you out Rick's friend, too. I'm going to get a chowder. Uh, H- Hazel, get me some of the bread.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Thanks.
0: So, I guess to answer your, your previous question here, Rick, um, one of my previous projects, which was sort of put on hiatus uh, a couple years back for further, shall we say, observation has run into an issue unfortunately, and the farm uh, on the outskirts of town apparently has run into a problem the Albatross Legion previously sent one of their infiltrators a black haired gal Mary, something like that, I can't remember anyways, uh, they sent her out there and Well, we got word back that she needed more help. So,
3: could you really give me a hand with this one? Yeah, 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 of course. You said there was an infiltrator leading the group? Uh, do you know where you last had contact?
0: Oh, no, no, we know exactly where it is. We just need additional, um, ranger power. Oh. Okay. So, so... Did you ever read up on my work with the Gerald automata? Gerald,
3: Gerald mm, uh, I,
0: mm. Mm, I. I guess not. A- anyways, uh, Gary, Gerald, Gary—he, it responds to either. Uh, has run into some trouble. We set it up at a farm on the outskirts of town. Uh, it was there to watch. Whisper goats, I believe, was what the farm was trying to do. They run into some problems though with the automata. It has um, apparently gotten in a fight.
3: A fight? What kind of fight? With, with who?
1: A dragon? Mm. Lane kind of rubs their temples. Mm. <laughs> well, it's a little hard. Gary is
0: very large but we we need some additional help to get them to play nice (sighs) that was all I was really told though from the Vorzloves it's their farm Uh, they contacted me and that was kind of what they said I came to the Albatross Legion saying is this is you know roughly in their wheelhouse and they managed to send somebody out there for me but we need more help, and you're the best person I know, and you have friends one and two who can also
1: help. I said Hazel was friend one. Oh,
3: you, you flatter me, and yes, we'll definitely help out. And, uh, it was Mare, you said, who was leading them? Uh, is she still in the area? I believe her name was
0: Mary it could have been Marlene or Marilyn I can't remember I'm bad with names
3: hmm okay I'll keep a lookout for her
0: ah let's go oh she's you'll you'll know her immediately she's very very obvious ah. at least out in the field
2: oh okay yeah, yeah. let's go and don't worry let's I'm go. bad with names. let's too. go let's go
3: oh Now, you and I... I'm aging! Because you still owe me that story. You promised me a story, and I'm writing that book.
1: You promised.
2: Lane, I'm aging.
1: Hey, Hazel, uh... How many people in here are, like, wearing sailor stuff and have never been on the ocean in their life?
2: Uh... Just that guy. Just that guy? Oh, come on. If I recommend a bar, it's gonna be legit.
1: I don't know, like, it's just getting vibes over there, I don't know. No, I shipped with that lady. <laughs> All right, then. So what do you think? Might as well hear it out? Yeah. In that case, then, Christina is
0: willing to, you know, answer any other questions you might have. Or, if you want, the farm is a little ways out there. It's practically on the Boundary Garden. The map in the description that Christina gives you is, like, nestled pretty much as close as you can get without being dangerous and... Maybe a little bit dangerous if they think that their friend Gary can keep them safe.
1: Mm. So, how long would we be out there? How far away is it?
0: Yeah, you should be able to make it out there before sunset. I'm sure that they'd be more than willing to uh, put you up for a day or if you can solve their problem for them. Alright. They are quite nice. I've met with them several times.
3: Oh,
1: nice. Then let's go. No successes on understanding navigation plus worry. Lane goes. If we're gonna be going, I need to get stuff. I need to. We need to like pack. Oh yes, yes. Okay. Um. Oh here, here. Uh, the department authorized
0: me to give you a little something to help out. And Christina hands over a, a small stipend of coin, enough to buy basic supplies if you really want them, or. To buy more drinks if you really want them. or enough to pocket.
1: You know, it's like the
0: (laughs) real-world equivalent of, like, maybe 150 bucks.
1: Okay. Okay. Hazel, Mm -hmm. does your bedroll still work? Yep. I can sleep in it. Lane, like, looks at Hazel. But that's what it's for. All right.
3: I... I swear I have something stashed away from the last time I did... Field research. Uh, yeah, that's what you call it, right? Field research when you're out camping. Um, I still have it. Or maybe, maybe it's unopened. Did I open it yet? I hmm, I could try out the camping supplies that I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure I got them stashed somewhere. Uh, Rick kind of like thinks to himself.
2: He knows he has something. Uh, somewhere in yeah, his... Yes, let's, let's go. Let's go. It's been a pleasure to meet you, Rick's fan three. <laughs> It was nice <laughs> meeting you two. Good luck. Bye. Yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. So what are we even doing? We're um. mediating?
1: Uh, I guess?
3: Something like that. They'll fill us in when we get there.
2: Mm.
1: Well, let's go. Okay, but Hazel, Hazel. Okay, take this. Mm-hmm. Go to the stand. Get those buns that you like, the filled ones? Yeah, 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 Get extras, because you always want more than you think you want. That's right.
2: And that'll buy you guys some time to do, I don't know, less fun shopping. (laughs) Or dig through his junk pile.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I gotta go pack up. Mm -hmm. Me back up at the forge, maybe hour from now.
3: Okay. Righto.
0: So I take it then you are going to buy those meat buns and or, I guess, bean or whatever they are filled with that
2: you like? (laughs) I think Hazel gets a mix. (laughs) One of each? (laughs) Hazel gets some very sensible lunch buns, but also does get some dessert ones, too. You've
0: got that university money.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: That university stipend money. Time to go nuts.
2: Yeah. And she just goes and sits outside the forge and starts eating. <laughs> Lane comes
1: out exactly on time and is completely overgeared. Has a full tent set up, an extra bedroll, their forging tools. Wow. Not the whole set, just some calipers and tongs and hammers, some fire-starting material. And I think... Heard and understood the idea that, no, this is just a day's walk and there will be accommodations, but does not accept this possibility. Wow, you pack fast. Mm.
3: The professor shows up, um, yeah, probably like seven minutes late. Right on time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I'm late. I'm not as fast as I once was, and then I forgot that some of my supplies were down at the, uh, at my office. I'd done research before and I had to go there and then I had to come back and get some of my other things and then some of the other things weren't working so I had to fix them and but anyways, anyways, anyways. I'm here now. <laughs> let's
1: go!
0: Adventure awaits. So... <laughs>
3: Should we roll navigation?
2: Oh uh, yeah. Let's get a navigation roll. Oh, I just put performance and didn't put what instrument Hazel plays. Uh, trumpet.
0: There we go.
1: Excellent. You
0: just have brass following you around all the time now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Rick actually
3: doesn't have any navigation.
2: (laughs) Oopsie-doo. Oh, crap. Do I have to do it? (laughs) Maybe.
3: Can Rick rule understanding survival with his key of research? I'll let you use research,
0: but I'll say it is going to take you a lot longer because... Rick is going to get um, enthralled in the research of the map
1: or I could roll it I think Hazel should roll it because I don't think that Hazel's willing to wait around
2: yeah Mm -hmm. actually I'm gonna immediately grab the books I'm rolling adaptability navigation plus restlessness Nice.
0: (laughs) roll that beautiful bean footage then
2: that is four successes so Hazel just kind of points at a map and is like that way that way Hazel,
0: like, points at the map and just kind of looks at Rick and goes, Rick, there are roads the whole way there.
2: <laughs> yeah, that road right there. Come on!
3: <laughs> yeah, I guess the roads are pretty self-explanatory. What? What's the weather like? The roads are
0: actually a pretty nice walk. It's starting to get cooler, sort of mid-autumn. Leaves are changing colors, all that stuff. It hasn't started to get, like, cold, cold yet, but, you know, it's jacket weather.
3: Or sweater weather?
0: One could say sweater weather. The winding dirt roads take you up out of the northwest side of the town, up past a couple of other smaller farms, and eventually you get to a place where the road really goes from being, like, an obvious road to just sort of some maybe wagon tracks through the grass and leads up over a hill— which, according to the map, is getting pretty close to the Boundary Guard. And as everybody crests the hill, the first thing that greets you as you look out into the distance is what appears to be a large wiggling streamer over the hill that as you crest it and look down at the farm, you can see what appears to be a very large statue holding a very large furry noodle that's kind of just dancing in the wind. (laughs) <laughs> the the large furry noodle apparently has latched itself on to the statue's head.
3: Is, is the statue moving? <laughs> it
2: looks
0: kind of like a statue with a noodle on it.
2: <laughs> yeah, that shocks Hazel out of her trumpet solo. <laughs> 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 Lane kind of
1: smiles and is like, yeah, yeah. 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 Can Rick roll
3: understanding survival? Well, I will, uh, I will, you know what, I'll let Rick roll that survival.
0: What do you find out?
3: Uh, okay. Um, one success and one edge.
0: If you keep the edge success, I will say that you'll have a much deeper insight into what's going on here, but you're going to look kind of silly.
3: (laughs) That doesn't bother Rick. never stopped Rick before.
0: It is very obviously a dragon that is biting something on the head.
3: Oh, Dragons? I know dragons. Well, I know how to prank dragons, but... Well, maybe not much about dragon fighting, but pranks. Oh, I know dragon pranks. Well, fight is a
0: very interesting way of putting it. The automata doesn't appear to be moving, and the dragon is just kind of, again, sort of wiggling in the wind.
1: Hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah, let's go see.
2: Come on!
1: Here, give me those. And no successes on a sensitivity roll. Nah, we should just walk up. You should just walk up, and with no successes
0: on the sensitivity roll, as you kind of get closer to the farm, a voice pipes up from behind, Oh, you must be back up.
1: Oh. Lane jumps, is turned around in an instant, and kind of falls into some sort of practice stance and you're not sure if it's for fighting or running
2: away or what. Hey, 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 you can't just sneak up on lane like that. Hey, Uh. sorry. Hmm? Oh, hi. Right. Yeah,
0: the voice belongs to a small, somewhat sneakily dressed woman with an unstrung bow and a quiver at her hip. She introduces herself. Ah, yes, I'm Marilyn. Um, nice to meet you. And you can you notice there's a little a glint off of a uh, a little brooch that bears the mark of the Albatross Legion on her uh, short capelet slash mantle.
2: Yeah, I think Hazel marches right up to her. Like turns around because Hazel was ahead of the rest <laughs> of the party. It turns around and marches right up to Marilyn because this is unacceptable behavior.
0: <laughs> yes, Mar- Marilyn Stageport and. Uh, Nice to meet you. You are?
3: Oh, hi. I'm Rick Carter, and (laughs) I used to be able to do that. Not so much anymore. Can't sneak up the same. I'm still mad.
0: Uh, Hi, Rick Carter. Hi, still mad. And your quiet
1: friend back there? (laughs) Lane bites their lip and balls their fists a little bit.
0: (sighs) And the quiet one, great. (laughs) Um looking forward to working with everybody here. So, yeah, rundown. Marilyn just kind of points back over towards the fight. Yeah, apparently they've been like this for two days now. Neither of them want to talk to me. I can fight somebody for two days. I will take your word for it. Yeah, you better.
3: <laughs> Are they fighting super slowly?
0: Well, sort
3: of. They're
0: jockeying for position, I think. Hmm. Well, here, come. We'll, we'll give you the lowdown as we head on over there. And uh, she skips ahead a little bit and starts going over what she knows.
1: One edge success, by the way, on subtlety focus. Lane's trying to get back into the real world, but Marilyn might notice what's up or whatever. I'll let you do what you want with that.
2: Yeah. Hazel hands lean a dessert bun. <sighs> Thanks. So, what we
0: know, and you can talk to uh, the folks here, some of the kids a little bit more, they know more about what's going on, is apparently the dragon, who I have managed to get their name from them, they call themselves Vome. Um, Vome one night, I guess, swooped out of the sky and tried to take Emma away uh, in their mouth. Gary did not appreciate that and snatched Vome out of the sky. Hmm. He moves a lot faster, apparently, than he looks. Seems so. Emma is recovering over in the barn over there, um, but they two have kind of gotten into a stalemate. I don't know why there's been a stalemate. I would imagine Vome could simply turn into something else and go away. But they don't, so they're stuck. Gary's got his hands around Vohm's neck, and Vohm's got their jaws around Gary's head. I see. They don't like each other that much.
1: Mm. <laughs> Can't imagine they would.
0: And as you sort of come up to the farmhouse, an older man, maybe, eh, probably around the same age, if maybe not a little older than Rick, comes out from the farmhouse and, and waves at everybody. And Marilyn waves back. Ah, there we are. That's Pyotr, Pyotr Vorslev, uh, one of the, I guess, co-heads of the farm here, his wife Sasha. She is most likely over in the barn helping their eldest tend to Emma.
3: Um, Hello, Rick nods hi.
0: He can give you the same story that he gave me, but, man, I don't know. I, I'm not a people dragon person. I thought this would be like... Some sort of monster or a horror or something? This is a little above my pay grade.
2: I'm going to try to climb it. (laughs) (laughs) Hazel goes to try to climb it.
3: (laughs) Need any help? No, I'm good.
2: One success on subtlety
1: humanity. Have you tried calling either of them an asshole yet? (laughs) (laughs) Good
2: idea. Mm.
1: I haven't. Mm.
2: Okay, so... I'm going to roll Daring Athletics plus Courage. <laughs> to climb Gary. That's a fistful of dice. <laughs> Hazel's very good at climbing. <laughs> She's a navigator. That is two successes, two edge successes. <laughs> to climb Gary. So you can climb
0: Gary with two successes, no problem. If you keep the whole thing... um. I will say that you will impress Vome.
2: Oh, I want to impress the dragon, yeah. <laughs> What's the downside? I'll leave that up to you. Anyways. Is the
1: downside that you've impressed Vome?
0: The downside is that you've impressed Vome. Oh, no. <laughs> Gary does not seem to respond in any way when you attempt to climb him. You do get the feeling that he's not, like, shut down. He is actually also fairly climbable. He's not exactly human-shaped. He's humanoid. Like, his head is kind of a big half-dome shape with two great big glass eyes in it. And he has much larger, longer arms than would be proportional. And little tiny, not stumpy legs, but close to stumpy legs. But he is definitely all upper body. Okay. His arms are so long that you would imagine when he walks around, like... His fingers are maybe only a foot or so off the ground. He himself is, again, about 12 feet, so three meters roughly. He's a big boy.
2: Yeah, Hazel just scurries right up there.
3: Do we... How many blankets do we have? Could we make a drop (laughs) net?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, here, how many do you need? Uh... (laughs) I'm good. Uh... I have to roll before I say this. All right, yeah, roll me some blankets. One success and one edge success on Subtlety Humanity to Rick. Um, yeah, I've got two. Thanks.
3: And uh, Rick is going to start building some kind of, like, drop net and ladder type thing around Gary.
0: Everybody starts setting up this little... I guess, scaffolding slash jungle gym around this, and you are definitely getting the attention of more than just Vome with your shenanigans. In fact, Pyotr himself and a couple of the kids walk up to see what everybody's doing. The two kids, one is maybe 15 or so. He is bright-eyed and very excited to see what's going on, and the youngest, she is extremely excited bright blonde hair and bright eyes and just, ooh, about all of the goings on. Although she doesn't get too close. She seems fairly frightened of Vome.
2: Hazel waves from
0: atop the automaton.
3: Be careful. So
0: uh, what's the plan here then? And Pyotr kind of speaks up and looks up at Hazel on the top of Gary. Plan? Uh, yes, we would like... The dragon to leave.
1: Three edge successes on subtlety humanity. We've got this under control.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you need Sasha, she's in the barn. She's in there with my eldest, Nadja. Uh, this is Gil. This is Kay. Thanks. You get right to it. So you have convinced him that you have
1: indeed it. <laughs> Or at least communicated. Yeah, just leave the weirdos alone for a little bit.
3: <laughs> we got this. Um, what are the spell pieces here?
1: Oh yeah,
0: what are the spell pieces? Uh, let's see. The spell pieces here are wavy, cold, warm. Oh, and how could I forget? Yeah, uh, this is a whisper goat form, so quiet is one of the pieces.
3: Did you say wailing uh, at first there, Nick?
0: Uh, waving,
1: like like, woo. like waving grass, or like the waving fuzzy noodle that is locked in mortal combat with the automaton.
0: <laughs> and there are two hidden ones, so if you give me that uh, that focus roll, we'll we'll let you in on one of the two hidden ones.
1: An edge success on sensitivity focus.
0: So, I will give you one of the spell pieces. But it's going to cost you some scatter uh, how much uh, It was one success, so i'm just gonna I'm gonna say two scatter
1: mm. I think no. Lane's gonna be still in focus for a little bit and then shake their head. Nah, don't got it. Would anybody
2: else like to try for one of the pieces? It mm. doesn't sound like doing that sounds like thinking hazel's out. <laughs>
3: Professor's too invested in uh, building his ladder and like learning about Gary so he's not gonna probably not gonna look for the other pieces
1: well I made the right decision for my character but I want to know what the other pieces are
2: this sucks I <laughs> 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 oh, learned to be at peace with the unknown
0: <laughs> that is maybe a little more accurate than you think <laughs>
2: Um hello Gary and Voom. I am Hazel. It's a pleasure to meet you. What's going on here? What's this, huh? What's happening? Voom appears
0: a little embarrassed at first but um adjusts their jaw so they can kind of speak out of the side of their mouth at you. <laughs> I was hunting. I have been hunting here. My entire life. What is this?
2: What horrible thing have you created? I mean, I didn't do it. Um, I mean, I don't know exactly what it's doing here, but this is an automaton. Somebody probably made this about a hundred years ago to murder people. Tell it to let me go. Okay. Um, hey, Gary. And she kind of gives Gary a little (laughs) knock. You get the feeling that
0: Something in its eyes focuses on you.
2: Hey, you wanna you wanna let go of Vome here? So they can leave? <laughs> hey, buddy.
0: You don't know if this is on purpose, but Gary lets out a low metal groan mm. and goes back to holding Vome. Mm. Mm. Um Let me go, you horrible thing. I will rend you into tin bits and Vome wiggles some and kind of stops after wiggling too much and resettles down.
2: Ugh. hate this. <laughs> so do you gotta be, do you gotta be this big? Can you turn into the smaller? I would that I could. Something about this monster prevents me. Oh, that's no good. So Gary, Gary, what are you doing here? Why are you holding the dragon like this? Yeah, I forget what this big guy's doing here. Um, I wasn't paying attention during that part. He's watching the goats. What? Little K pipes up. He watches the goats for us. Gary's a good boy. Oh, I guess Gary didn't want you to take the goat. I've been hunting the goats for a hundred years. Hmm. They're
0: mine.
3: Hmm. Couldn't you find other goats to watch over? Vice versa, vice versa, professy. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh! So you points to the Gary, watch the goat, and you points to Vome, hunt here. Couldn't you hunt somewhere
1: else? I will rip him apart. Lane steps in an unannounced. Two successes on a subtlety, humanity plus mirth. <laughs> nah, I think this is dope. <laughs> Keep doing the thing, Gary. <laughs> Like like this thing, like that you can do with the not magic, that's like that's cool. That's cool, I like that.
0: Yeah, we didn't know what was up with this as well. We figured like we know Gary's fast and Gil is now piping up. Gil is more willing to get close to Vome. Kay is kind of yelling at Vome from behind Marilyn. He's really fast. I've seen him snatch a horror and rip it in half in like a second or two. Mm. Gary's
2: pretty awesome, not gonna lie. Well, <sighs> I mean, there's so many goats though. If I know anything about the Veldt, and I'll be the first to admit that I don't, is that there's so many goats. Emma's our goat, you're horrible.
0: Kay once again (laughs) hides behind Marilyn as she finishes yelling at Hazel.
2: I'm telling the the dragon to eat other goats. You're horrible.
0: These are my goats. They've always been my goats. Why should I eat other goats?
3: Oh, oh. So you're locked in, like, a philosophical battle. Like, like the debate of those two scholars that I can't remember them right now. Ah! But... But there were thoughts on, like, property, and what is property, or is there property? Can people own property? Is that a thing? Or can no one own nothing? Something. Something like that.
1: (sighs) He's the guy that has the bust of him on the bell tower?
3: Yes, 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 that's the one.
1: Wasn't he a jerk?
3: Mm, Yeah. Yeah, 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 he was.
1: What are you talking about?
0: And Vome thrashes about a little bit more.
2: Look, look. In the end, it's not up to me who eats what goat. I got no say in this. I'm just trying to figure out a way to convince this metal guy, and she knocks on Gary again, that you don't mean the goats any harm so that you can go. They did it to themselves,
0: Kay pipes up. We had a a magic paper... That makes Gary do things, and they ruined it.
2: Now I'm confused.
0: Oh, yeah, and Marilyn kind of walks up and pulls a, what appears to be a small metal piece out of her pouch. Yeah, apparently Gary used to be controllable by this thing, but... Um, and she sort of turns it over, and you can see a large claw mark has completely ripped this little metal key fob in half. Doesn't work anymore.
2: Oh, Mm. so you can't take directions, can you, metal guy? Gary's protecting the goats. Hey, sorry,
1: can I see that? One success on sensitivity engineering.
0: So Marilyn hands over the little piece of metal. It is far more complicated than it appears. When you look at it, you can see little, like, flecks in the gash that shine in little patterns just underneath the surface but whatever it used to do, it doesn't do anymore.
2: Okay. Hazel has an idea.
0: What is Hazel's idea?
2: (laughs) Hazel's extremely stupid idea (laughs) is to roll adaptability plus her resourcefulness key plus performance trumpet to just be extremely loud and irritating. (laughs)
0: lay it on us, Satchmo.
2: <laughs> it's like, okay, well, if, if the dragon can't be convinced with my half-assed attempts at diplomacy, <laughs> time to see my whole ass attempts at being annoying. That is two successes, one edge.
0: I will <laughs> say with the edge success, the dragon will be more open to diplomacy But they're going to be unimpressed with you
2: now. Oh, but more open to diplomacy, presumably with the rest of the party. Uh... No, you know what? I think I can still swing this. I think I'm going to leave it at the two. I'm not going to take the edge success. I believe I can do this. (laughs) All
0: right. We will say then with the two that um, Hazel plays a lot of music very loudly for a while, <laughs> and while Kay is kind of getting into it and doing a little dance along to the third or fourth solo that Hazel has launched into, <laughs> Vome is mostly like wincing at you and kind of like gumming at uh, at Gary to try and escape the noise. <laughs>
1: I think that Lane's not super into this either. Um, <laughs> is Mr. Vorslov still outside?
0: Mr. Vorslov is out and about doing like stuff on the farm. It is like it is starting to like sun's starting to go down, so things are wrapping up around the farm. But he like you know, you're out next to the belt. you can see him.
1: Yeah. I think that then instead Lane is going to go into the barn. Still carrying the little whatset?
0: Oh, the, the fob. Right, right.
1: Yeah, the fob from Gary. Inside the barn, you
0: notice that there is a makeshift veterinary office set up. And over in the corner, sort of lying down and being tended to, is a whisper goat that is sporting a rather jaunty bandage across their body. You can see on one side, you know, bandages being changed out. Yeah, you would imagine that if you got... Bit by somebody as big as Vome, you'd probably have teeth wounds that look like that.
1: hmm Lane avoids looking directly at the goat and instead looks toward Nadja and Sasha. Yeah.
0: Nadja is currently directly tending to Emma, and she sort of like looks up and and waves hello as you come in. Uh Sasha is over at a table looks like fixing up, um, more bandages, fresh water, that sort of thing.
1: Uh, just Sasha, I'm given to understand. Um, I'm Lane. I'm here for some reason. Um, but I think I might actually be able to help. Is there a farrier somewhere in the neighborhood
0: Sasha sort of like puts down what she's doing and walks over to greet you. Uh, in the areas, certainly,
1: but it's a little bit of a walk from here. Mm. Well, it's uh, just I was looking at this and I have some of my tools and. Mm.
0: And Nadja kind of pipes up No, that's not going to work. You'd need whatever built that. Mm. If you want to repair Gary's Key You're going to have to go back to where he was found
1: Well Lay it on me
0: Here, Mom, mom, take take over f- With Emma for me And Nadja kind of gets up and dusts her hands off So That woman, Christina She mentioned that Gary was found At a place that she only called Ruins 1152 mm-hmm. It's a few hours walk from here. I've never been there myself, but that's where she said that he was originally found. But I don't know much about it other than that, except for the little bit that I overheard. Apparently it was some sort of storage warehouse. And he was found there along with his fob and what she described as an array of tools and books and all sorts of things. Um, any more information about who built him or anything like that would be there.
1: Hmm. Ben, thank you. I'm. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh. Oh, don't um, worry about it. Uh, is there anything that I can do for your animal? You look like you've got it under control.
0: Yeah, Sasha kind of steps in. Oh, no, poor Emma will be fine. She's a little shaken and a little, well, bitten. Yeah, but she should be back up and running in a couple of weeks at the very least. And uh, well, she's going to have a nice couple of scars, but I don't think this is going to do her in.
1: All right. Thank you again. You're welcome to stay here.
0: Uh, We do have a couple of guest rooms on the farm. I would advise against if you are planning to head out to the ruins of doing so tonight. Fortunately, without Gary as a protector, I wouldn't feel safe with you out there.
1: You and me both. Seen enough horrors. Thank you. Hopefully, we'll be able to help your friend here.
0: Well, let your let your com- compatriots know that you're all welcome to stay here. Um, even the kind of grumpy one.
1: <laughs> I thought that was me.
0: You get the feeling she's referring to Marilyn.
1: Thank you very much. So, meanwhile, back at the ranch.
0: Yes. Uh, you, you. Back outside, Hazel is still boogieing down. And, um.
3: The professor is gonna help Hazel out. Join in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have never heard a more ominous <laughs> sentence.
0: I, I would imagine so.
2: Um. I think I'm going to use adaptability
3: tinkering. Like <laughs> tinkering? Pick up like a stick or something. <laughs> tinkering? <laughs> I'm not the GM. <laughs> it's not my call. Two successes on adaptability tinkering.
0: Well, I, I think I think you get... You have definitely made Gil and Marilyn uh, very amused. And of course, Kay is, is absolutely <laughs> loving it. But Guild eventually does speak up. He says, hey, you know, like I appreciate the impromptu uh, set you've played for us here, but it is starting to get dark. We're a little closer to the veld than most places are because Gary's here with us. But he's unfortunately kind of indisposed right now, so shall we go inside? Yeah. Don't, don't worry about him. He's fine, and... Don't worry about them. And Vome kind of, like, gives Gil a little bit of the stink eye. They're also fine.
2: Hey, don't worry. Mm. I'm sure we'll figure something out. And Hazel's going to climb back down to ground. So everybody's going to spend the night, then?
1: Yeah. Sort of over dinner, or before we get to dinner, one success and one edge on subtlety humanity, Lane is going to say to Rick... So, do you remember those ruins that you were talking about earlier? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, there might be some, uh. books there, and. Uh. I think that that might be a good expedition tomorrow. It would. The subtlety role was to convince Rick that this was his idea. <laughs> <laughs> it is now. <laughs>
0: I have a feeling Rick would probably think it would be a good idea anyways but uh, we'll say with the successes Rick definitely thinks like it's a good idea and with that edge success Rick really thinks it's a good idea.
3: <laughs> it's like the only thing <laughs> Rick can think about now.
0: In that case then everybody turns in you've got a nice farm meal mostly vegetables that is after all a farm and not a ranch and you are shown to a couple of uh, rather cozy rooms not very large but uh, enough to fit everybody. Comfortably, at least. And uh, you're also asked for memory time.
3: I would have to say my memory time is Rick and Hazel's jam out session uh, with Gary. It was rad music. We harmonized (laughs) greatly.
0: That was pretty good.
2: This was a
1: very anarchic session. (laughs) You seemed to roll with the punches pretty good, Nick, but I know that you're good at this kind of stuff.
2: (laughs) It was fun. I'm feeling chaotic today. (laughs) It it works.
0: (laughs) I've been enjoying Hazel's um, velocity, shall we say.
1: (laughs) Yeah, full steam ahead. The thing that I do have to say is that between Hazel playing the trumpet and a big tall Friendly ancient robot in the grasses. We're like hardcore castle in the sky right now. Yeah, oh. I mean you did listen
0: to what I described him. What he looks like,
2: right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, we are in that vicinity, aren't we? I think my memory was the horrible sentence. Um, the professor is helping because <laughs> <laughs> I heard that, and I was like, "That's not going to go anywhere good. <laughs> That's not going to help." The professor is a big help. Let the professor help.
1: <laughs> the professor made it a fall nut for you, which was a good idea, frankly.
2: That was actually, that was probably smart. Yeah.
0: No, Gary is a very large boy. It would hurt a lot if you fell off of Gary and landed on your head.
1: My memory is that I still regret not taking the edge successes to know the spell pieces. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was the right move for the character, damn it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I forgot all about that.
0: <laughs> Maybe we'll, I'll let everybody know what they were uh, when we reach the end here. But if you want to know what the spell pieces were, dear listener, <laughs> uh, you can ask us <laughs> over at Peach Garden RPGs oh. on Twitter and through the email form on
2: sortofsymphonies.com. Oh, uh, masterfully wow. done. Beautiful. Um, While well, you are looking into ways to find out about our many secrets, our best kept secret is that we are a member of the B Gay Roll Dice Network, and we love them to pieces. So check out our sibling shows on the network. Um, yeah, give them a listen. Do it. Tell them sort of Symphony sent you. Absolutely. And that we're your favorite. But that you love them And you do love them Make no mistake You do love them But we are your favorite But you do love them
0: This is 2020 We do have to self-promote So you know how it be Do be like that Do be like that Join us next time then When we see if negotiations continue Or if ruin diving continues Who knows? Who knows? I'm sure Hazel will play lots of new music for us Yay! Yay! Bye, everybody. See you next time.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
3: gay roll dice
1: an lgbtqia actual play podcast network hey
2: there my name is sophie last name redacted my name is mara sunshine my name is joe alias
1: if you're like us you love fantasy sci-fi and all other forms of fiction
2: Also, if you're like us, you can't stand that the entirety of those genres get dominated by incredibly boring and interchangeable cis white, abled, straight,
1: male protagonists.
2: Stories like that just weren't relatable to
1: us. So we started making our own. Come join us at Dungeons & Queers, a podcast where we play tabletop RPGs like D&D and Interstitial
2: and focus on creating stories with diverse characterization and good representation of marginalized groups.
1: We try to tell serious stories in a lighthearted way, focusing on themes like overcoming loss,
2: finding your true family, and subverting your fascist government at every opportunity.
1: Find Dungeons & Queers wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're interested in hearing stories about people like you,